0: Sarah, this is really awesome to be here in the range control center. I got to tell you, I'm a little nervous being around all this equipment. Now, you, you, you're certain that there's nothing I can do that will accidentally launch anything or or cause any disruption out on the path.
1: No, there is nothing that you can do right from here that will actually ignite the rocket or send it anywhere that we don't want it to go.
0: That's a relief. Now, one question I have is I've, I've seen mission controls or range control scenes before, and you always see the people. At the different computer stations and everything, you see all the data. And you just wonder, what are they doing? You know, because they look calm, they look like they're in control, but what kind of things are they doing at each of these stations throughout the room?
1: Here in the Range Control Center, the people at these stations would be monitoring the status of the launch vehicle or the payload of the spacecraft, the experiment that is on board the rocket. They're also watching how the range is getting ready doing radar tests and doing surveillance and things like that, but they're mostly concerned with their launch vehicle or their payload or experiment and they're monitoring all that status from here.
0: And you also get to monitor this at the same time as test director.
1: Yes. Yep. So we are many times listening to multiple channels on the communications net and just keeping apprised of everything that's going on with the launch vehicle status and the payload status.
0: I I see you have these phones here on the console. Can you call and like order pizza or anything if it's a particularly long launch window?
1: Certainly. There's always food somewhere here in the control center somewhere close by to keep the team energized as we're going through it. Now,
0: you launch primarily over the ocean, Mm -hmm. but what are kinds of missions that you primarily focus on here at Wallops?
1: We have a number of different types of missions that include sounding rockets, which are suborbital, and then ELV launches, which are orbital type rockets that put a spacecraft or satellite into an orbit. Sounding rockets are for scientific research. They are in space for anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes, maybe.
0: So are the operations in this room sort of scaled back from, say, an orbital launch?
1: Yes, they are just that. So the team is sort of tailored to the size of the mission. A Sounding rocket launch has Less people uh, dedicated to that rocket than, say, an EOV launcher. One for a spacecraft is a, a much larger team. As you can imagine, the two systems are different in size and complexity.
0: Now, as test director, uh, what kind of perks do you get for the job? I mean, do you get to push the launch button or do you get to reward members of the team by saying, yes, you, Blair, the co-host, I'll let you press the launch button for this flight or how does that work?
1: No perks, just the uh, knowing there's a job well done. But yeah, as, as launch director, really, um, the ultimate responsibility lies on us to decide whether or not the team is ready to launch. So we have the go, no-go decision on launch days.
0: If you can't press the launch button or don't press it, like, you can press the do not launch button that is true what kind of things prevent a launch from taking place at its scheduled time
1: sure there are a number of things uh, that could lead to that so an issue or malfunction with the launch vehicle itself or the payload maybe the batteries aren't charging properly that Uh, sounds
0: like my phone
1: yeah exactly the communications lines are not getting through how the team had thought it was getting through and then there are things external to that That could stop us so there might be boats or aircraft in our hazard areas that we're trying to clear out how
0: how do you get people out of your do you you call them up and say we're going to launch and uh you know you better watch out or we
1: do communicate uh with the public with the local coast guard here uh, before launches we give them what we call notice to mariners that describes the area that we're going to be launching in. It it outlines the coordinates that we have for the launch. This screen right here actually is a good picture of our aircraft surveillance that we do. So there are hazard areas on this screen and we're watching. Are those airplanes uh, now
0: that are moving? Yes, this
1: is a a real time feed of aircraft in the area
0: now there's no trajectory of where the the launch went or where the rocket will go or... right
1: currently because we're not in a countdown we're not in an actual launch can we, operation can we start we up a countdown that. real quick and it, just see what it, ha- what it would it looks... be it would be nice i have to make a few phone calls oh. but
0: <laughs> so, do you ever get a chance to just kind of practice doing this because it seems like it's a pretty high pressure job i mean you seem even keel But let me tell you, the stress level has to be incredible.
1: We do. For each mission, we have what's called a dress rehearsal. So the team gets together and we exercise the vehicle and the payload and uh, most of the range as we would for a real launch operation. We even do green cards. Green cards are anomalous events or surprise events that literally get handed to people on console in any location that have a situation written on them or a reaction that they need to say on the comm net to make everybody else sort of react to that. Some of them are general um, that apply to the range itself which is sort of not mission specific so for any mission we could have a radar failure or we could have a boat in the hazard area at the last minute um, and those would be the green cards that would get handed to the person that would initially receive that data and then they would pass it to the team and react.
0: You know, you mentioned one like a radar failure. and in, in a case like that, will you ever have to make a decision to go ahead and launch even if, if something like that doesn't work? It
1: depends. Uh, so before launch, we come up with a, a set of criteria that we make our go-no-go no go decisions on, and those are uh, mission-specific always, and it, it depends if only one radar fails and we have our backup radars up, then we still may be uh, operating within our criteria and we may be okay if that was the only radar we had per se we probably would would not launch Um, but we just follow that set of criteria ahead of time that helps to minimize the stress and surprises on launch day when we have that plan in place that we can just follow that
0: could i possibly sponsor a green card for message like come up with an anomaly that that we could throw into the mix on one of these stress rehearsals it
1: would be completely unbiased it's the best kind